0: Hey lovelies out there, last day we discussed about the solid state chapter of chemistry class 12 and today we'll continue with the QA part like as I told earlier that sh- now we'll discuss that short questions, very short questions and uh, which are important parts in both and, boats and means also. So let's get into it. So, the first question is, what are the constituent particles in a solid or in a network solid or a covalent solid? They are same or different non-metals. And second question, between crystalline and amorphous solids, which one is isotropic and which one is anisotropic? So, the answer is crystalline solid is anisotropic and amorphous solid is isotropic. This is very important. Again, corners and face centers of a cubic unit cell are occupied by atoms. What fractions of a corner particle and a face center particle along to the unit cell? One of the corner particle and half of a face center particle atom belong to the cubic unit cell these are just short questions we have to go through um differentiate between a crystalline and an amorphous solid on the basis of order of arrangement of their constituent particles so this is differentiate a crystalline solid has a long range order of arrangement of its constituent particles whereas an amorphous solid has a short range of order there are more differences on this, we'll discuss later. A crystalline solid has high melting point and high heat of fusion. It is rigid and brittle in nature. It is non-conductor of electricity in its solid state, but can conduct electricity in its molten state or in dissolved state. What type of crystalline solid is this? Now you have to say the type of crystalline solid for the above mentioned description of the solid. So the answer is Ionic Crystalline Solid. The sixth question is how many of 14 Bravest Lattices belong to Simple or Primitive type? There are 7 primitive type lattices. Out of 14 Bravest Lattices and other are that body centered and all. Uh, they all belong there. How many particles are there in a body-centred and face-centred cubic unit cell? The number of particles in a body-centred or a face-centred unit cell is 2 and 4 respectively. So, what is the next question is, face-centred unit cell, the packing efficiency of a face-centred unit cell is 74% this means that 74% of the total volume within a face centered cube is occupied by the constituent particles of the unit cell now we proceed to the ninth question what is the relation between the edge length a and the radius of the constituent particles of a simple cubic unit cell this is very easy that's r equals to half a this is a mathematical formula That is, it's equal to the half of the edge length of the unit cell. What is the distance between the nearest neighbors of a face-centered cubic unit cell? The distance between the nearest neighbors of a face-centered cubic unit cell is equal to 0.707 times the edge length of the unit cell. The 11th question is, what is the unit cell in a cubic close packed structure of particles? That is is centered, always and always, cubic unit cell. What is the unit cell in a hexagonal close packed structure of particles? That's hexagonal, that is easy ones what are the coordination numbers in ccp and hcp structure of particles both ccp and hcp structure the coordination number is 12. what are the packing efficiencies in ccp and hcp this is again 74 percent as discussed earlier then it comes to 15th question which of the following defects in non-ionic crystal causes increase or decrease in density of the crystal one vacancy defect or interstitial defect so the answer is in an ionic crystal vacancy defect causes decrease in density while interstitial defect causes increase in density this is an important question and it has come many times in the previous years 16th question is Which defect causes decrease in density in an ionic crystal, Scotky or Frenkel? Obviously, Scotky defect. Name a crystalline solid which is likely to develop both Scotky and Frenkel defects. This is very important and it's silver bromide, AGBR. 18. Which defect in an ionic crystal is a combination of vacancy defect and an interstitial defect? And that's obviously Frankel defect. Now again, what type of defect arises in non stoichiometric sodium chloride formed when NaCl is heated in an atmosphere of Na vapor? Metal excess defect due to anionic vacancies is formed. Again, next question, what type of defect arises in non stoichiometric zinc oxide formed when ZNO is heated? metal excess defects due to interstitial cations first one was anions and now is cations then it's arrangement arrange the following solids in order of the increasing electrical conductivities metal semiconductors and insulator that is insulator is obviously the smallest now increasing order of the semicon electrical conductivities are seen so insulator then semiconductor and metal at the last because metal is highly conductive then comes semiconductor and insulator they don't conduct they conduct but in a very low manner so Next question, In n-type semiconductor is produced when pure SI or GE is doped with an element to which group of the periodic table does this element belong? That's obviously group 15. What type of semiconductor, n-type or p-type, is formed when pure GE is doped with a trace amount of group 13 element? That is, p-type semiconductor. And when group fifteen element, it's n type, p type, yeah, it's n type. Then between a semiconductor and a metal, whose electrical conductivity decreases on increasing temperature, it's obviously metal. Uh, next question is a substance when placed in magnetic field is strongly attracted by the field. The substance retain its magnetized state even when the magnetic field is removed. What type of magnetic substance is this? Yesterday told it's a ferromagnetic substance. Again, ranking is given. Uh, Next question. Rank the following magnetic substance in order of the magnetic moments in presence of magnetic field. Number one, ferrimagnetic. Number two, ferromagnetic. Number three, anti-ferromagnetic. In increasing order, it has said. And the first one is... Antiferromagnetic, then ferrimagnetic, and at last is ferromagnetic because it has the highest magnetic moment. Again, uh, next question Name an ionic compound, a trace of which, when added to the crystal structure of EGCl, results in cationic vacancies that is, Stontium chloride, SRCl2. Again, next question is 28 number. What is the coordination number of a particle in a crystalline solid with rock salt structure? Coordination number is 6. 29th question How can you distinguish a metal and an ionic solid on the basis of the electrical conductance? Number 1. In solid state, the ionic compound cannot conduct electricity, while a metal can, obviously. Second, for a metal, free electrons in it are the current carriers. On the other hand, for an electrolyte in its molten state or dissolved state, current carriers are its ions. I mean, current carriers are its ions. There are There are two ways in which we can distinguish these. Then 30th question, what kind of intermolecular forces of attraction hold the molecules in a polar solid substance? London forces and dipole-dipole attractive forces. 31st is really important. Uh, Crystalline solids are anisotropic. What does this statement mean? It means that the magnitudes of physical properties, such as electrical conductivity, thermal conductivity, thermal expansion, refraction, etc. of crystalline solids depend on the direction along which we determine the solids. That is to say, the magnitude of any physical property will have different value depending on directions along which it is to be measured. 32 number question is, apart from the metallic luster mention one property by which one can distinguish a metal from an ionic solid that is electrical conductivity this you all know metals can conduct electricity in their solid state but ionic solids in which solid state cannot conduct electricity 33 how it is possible to enhance the electrical conductivity to an intrinsic semiconductor the electrical conductivity of an intrinsic semiconductor can be increased by means of introducing a small amount of suitable impurity into its crystal. Thirty-fourth number, which type of magnetism does the following arrangement of magnetic moments indicate? Uh, it's an indicate. Um, the indication is like upward arrows. Okay. A given arrangement of magnetic moments indicates a ferromagnetic behavior because in a ferromagnetic substance, magnetic moments of all domains align in the same direction in presence of magnetic field. 35th number question is, why gases and liquids considered as fluid? A fluid is a substance that can flow. Everybody knows that. Gases and liquids are called fluids as they can flow. Because of the weak intermolecular forces of attraction in liquids and gases, molecules in them are not held at fixed positions and are always in a state of random motions moving past from one to another easily. This molecular be- behavior of liquids and gases accounts for their flow property. 36. How can a crystalline solid be converted into an amorphous solid? A crystalline solid can be converted into an amorphous solid by melting it followed by cooling the melt rapidly so our very short answer part is completed now let's move to the short answer type questions first one is why are solids rigid in solids, the constituent particles pack together as tightly as possible, occupying most of the available space within the solid. Thus, the empty space in solids are very small. This makes the solid rigid. Second number question is, why do solids have a definite volume? In solids, the constituent particles are locked in a fixed positions and are unable to change their relative positions. This brings a definite shape and volume of a solid. Third, now we have to classify some amorphous and crystalline solids are given, and I'll see the uh, see all of them together, and you have to cl- uh, classify them. But now I'm seeing the answers too, along with them, along with the questions. So the solids are polyurethane, naphthalene, benzoic acid. Teflon, potassium nitrate, cellophane, polyvinyl chloride, fiberglass, and copper. So the MRF, MRFs ones are polyurethane, teflon, cellophane, polyvinyl chloride, that is PVC that you won't say, uh, fiberglass, crystalline, uh, solids are naphthalene, benzoic acid, potassium nitrate, and copper. Why is glass considered a supercooled liquid? It's the most important question. Glass is an amorphous solid. The internal structure of an amorphous solid is very similar to that of liquids. As a result, amorphous solids show many characteristics of liquids, like liquids, amorphous solids also show flow property through, though the flow of an amorphous solid occurs very slowly. This is why an amorphous solid is regarded as super cool liquid. The glass panels of century-old buildings are often found to be slightly thicker at the lower parts than the upper parts. This occurs due to the flowing of glass under the influence of gravity. And this we can find in, in very old buildings. Thick glasses flow. Obviously, they flow. Again, uh, fifth question. Refractive index of a solid is observed to have the same value along all the directions. Comment on the nature of the solid would it show cleavage property? Like uh, the solid is an isotropic in nature, same value of refractive index along all directions, as mentioned earlier. An amorphous solid is isotropic, hence the solid is amorphous and so it does not show clean cleavage when cut with sharp edge knife. Instead, it undergoes irregular breakage and forms pieces with irregular surfaces. Now, it's given solid A. Next question is, solid A is a very hard electrical insulator in solid as well as a molten state and melts at extremely high temperature what type of solid is it the answer is a covalent solid is very hard and cannot be conducted into uh, sorry cannot conduct electricity either in solid or molten state due to this hard nature it has very high melting point so solid a is obviously a covalent solid now, the next question is Ionic solids conduct electricity in molten state but not in solid state. This one is discussed earlier but still I am saying again. In molten state, an ionic solid associates to form constituent ions, cations, and anions. These free ions conduct electricity under the influence of an applied electrical potential. In the solid state of an ionic solid, the Constituent ions are held at fixed sites by the electrostatic forces of attraction in the crystal structure of the solid. As a result, ions become unable to move and cannot conduct electricity under the influence of an applied electric potential. Again, the next question is, what type of solids are electrical conductors? Metallic solids are electrical conductors. Malleable and ductile in nature, metals are electrical conductors because of the presence of free and mobile electrons in their crystal structures. Metals are found to be malleable because when they are beaten by hammer, they convert into thin sheets. Not that shit. Okay. sheets S H W T. Give the significance of lattice point. A real crystal can be represented by a crystal lattice, which is defined as a three-dimensional area of identical points in a space. A point in a crystal lattice is called a lattice point. The lattice points in the crystal lattice of a real crystal represent the positions of the structural units, atoms, ions, or molecules of which the real crystal is built. Like the structural unit in a real crystal, each lattice point in crystal lattice has the identical environment. A real crystal generates from its lattice when the lattice points of the lattice are substituted by the structural units of the crystal. Explain how much proportion of an atom located in corner and body center of a cubic unit cell is part of its neighboring unit cell. Each corner of an atom of a cubic unit cell is equally shared by 8 adjoining cubic unit cells. Hence, one-eighth of each corner atom belongs to a particular cubic unit cell. And the second point, we can write that the body center atom of a cubic unit cell Mm, Is not shared by other unit cells since it is fully within the cell its contribution to particular unit cell is a one So the next question What is two dimensional coordination system of a molecule in square closed layer? closed packed layer sorry in a square closed-packed layer of atoms, each atom is in contact with four nearest neighbor atoms. Hence, the coordination of each is four. This was so easy. Next question is, which of the following lattices has the highest packing efficiency? One simple cubic, second body-centered, and third hexagonal closed-packed lattice. This one is very important and has came so many times i mean so many times close hexagonal close pack lattice has the highest packing efficiency its packing efficiency is 74 percent and coordination numbers as I said earlier is 12 always remember that in a, in a case of simple cubic and body centered cubic lattices the packing efficiency is 52.4 percent and 68 percent respectively this you have to learn it's important again what type of defect can arise when solid is heated which physical property is affected by it this temperature defect we have read earlier when a solid is heated vacancy defect arises in the solid the presence of vacancy defect in the crystal so- structure of the solid decreases the density of the solid because of a solid with this defect contains lesser number of constituent particles that it would have if there was no defect. Heating a solid also generates metal axis defect and non stoichiometric defect in the crystal structure of the solid. And. Uh, this imparts colour to the solid, which is otherwise colourless. The presence of flea electrons also increases slightly the electrical conductivity of the solid. Again, what type of strachometric defect is shown by ZNS and AGBR? ZNS shows Frankel, and AGBR shows both Frankel and Scott Key. This was also discussed. I mean, everything is discussed because everything is from the chapter itself. So I have to study everything. What type of substances would make better permanent magnets? Ferromagnetic or ferrimagnetic? Justified. Ferromagnetic substance would make better permanent magnets in solid state, and ferromagnetic substance contains a large number of small regions called domains. These domains consist of atoms or ions making up the substance and behave like tiny magnets in absence of magnetic field. Domains are oriented randomly but in presence of magnetic field, they get oriented in the direction of the magnetic field and the substance gets magnetized. This alignment of the magnetic moments of the domain does not undergo any change even when applied magnetic field is removed. Thus, a ferromagnetic substance becomes a permanent magnet. So, these were the questions. Um, important questions. I could find out if you have also any question, If you have any ho or anything, you can message me. You can add a voice message. Anything. On uh, um, Instagram page, we follow it It's at Perley Beta. And uh, name is there, DP is there, trailer is there still now. And you uh, message karke, follow. Kise. Message me. will we'll give that. Uh, and If I can't give there any reply or something like that. I will definitely reply here or leave a voice message to you. Anything. And thank you for listening. You know you need me. Bye-bye.